Uh, this is Skip Lockwood, and you're listening to Mets Musing. I was a pitcher, a relief pitcher, a closer with the New York Mets. I have a new book out called Inside Pitch, Mets Musing. Thank you very much. This, this is, is Len and Jeff from Baseball and, and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news. Past week game reviews. Upcoming series previews. Interviews. Analysis. Opinion. And, and what's, what's going, going down, down on, on the farm. farm. It's, it's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Three forty-eight. We're closing in on the magic three fifty. We'll be there soon. It's sometime next year in January. We're going to be doing this show tonight and another show after the winter meetings, and then I'm probably going to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays and uh, come back next year, January, well rested. Well armed with information. Uh, let's be honest, there's not a lot going on now. I guess I should click this. Yeah, there we go. I uh, don't have a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot going on, but there's not a lot going on. A lot of speculation and rumors, but we do have a trade. Cano, Robinson Cano is now a New York Met, as well as Edwin Diaz. That will be the closer for 2019, and Cano will be the second baseman. What does that do to McNeil? We'll see. They can move him to third. He can play a little first. He could be a super sub. Could be the third baseman. Maybe Brody Van Wagenen moves Todd Frazier. Can he play any shortstop? Maybe they move Ahmad Rosario. Lots of irons in the fire, and lots of fires going on all over baseball. So, uh, but the big news uh, with the Mets is Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz is here. Uh, the Seattle Mariners get Anthony Swarzak, Jay Bruce, Jared Kellenek, Justin Dunn, and Gerston Bastista. I, you know, I hate to see Kellenek and Dunn go. But I'm going to be open about this and optimistic that you have to trade something to get something. And this is what they did. And he's sure that Cano um, uh, can still play. He's 36. Uh, but who knows if he keeps himself in good health. You know, potentially there were 36-year-old guys that are in better shape than 25-year-old guys. So if he's that kind of guy, and I know he's coming off the steroid thing last year, but look, if he was a constant steroid user, how did he get away with it all of those years and then finally got caught now? I don't know. I just don't see it. 
I think it's just a one-time thing. He screwed up and whatever, maybe took something by accident. You never know. But that's the big sports news. The Mets news is, uh, you know, Cano and Diaz are here. And really, I think the key guy in this deal was uh, Diaz. They really wanted to get a closer. And this is the guy that they think is good now. The guy is 25. He's got a couple years of club option. uh, The club has control. So it's a win-now situation. He wants to win Van Wagenen. And, you know, the guy's got, I mean, you know, he got the job and uh, he's going for it. And and apparently this guy's not done yet. So the question is, could uh, Darno, uh, could uh, Syndergaard get traded? At this point, it doesn't look like that is going to happen. But uh, you never know who could, uh, who could be moved, who could be uh, gone by... Uh, Next week, because uh, this week, Sunday, is uh, the winter meetings begin. And that's when a lot of uh, things happening, trades, free agent signings, and there's still some free agent signings. Will the Mets go after Machado or Harper? Will they go after Andrew Miller, David Robertson? He wants to get a catcher. I think another outfielder, right-handed hitter outfielder, and more bullpen help. So we have free agents that are available in the bullpen. David Robertson, Andrew Miller, uh, Sharice Familiar, Zach Britton. There are a couple of of guys out there. They're talking, apparently, to A.J. Pollock, center fielder from the Arizona Diamondbacks, right-handed hitter. Would fit perfectly with what the Mets want to do. Catcher's a little bit more of a difficulty. Apparently, they've talked to Miami about J.T. Real Muto, but they want to start with Conforto, Nimmo, uh, uh, Rosario, now, to me, Conforto should be untouchable. And I have been a big fan of Brandon Nimmo. But if you can put together a deal with Nimmo and Rosario and maybe one or two others, youngish pitches but not your top flight guys, and get Real Muto, I'm making that deal. And I know, I know the question is, well, are you crazy? Who's going to play shortstop? Who's going to play the outfield? Well, Dono's played some outfield in his time, and maybe they can move him back there. And, you know, maybe he wouldn't get hurt as much if he was out in the outfield. So you stick uh, Darno maybe in left field. You have Conforto in, oh, excuse me, right field. 
and you signed AJ Pollock, you have him play center, and you've got Ligaris as your backup. And I'm sure there's somebody you can bring up. McNeil's played some outfield, I think, so you could use him as a fifth outfielder. So who plays shortstop if you get rid of Rosario? Well, you got Guillaume. He was up last year. Didn't hit so well, but it was just his first taste. You never know. Andres Jimenez is the big prospect. He's 19, 20 years old. He's probably not going to be ready. He was at double-A Binghamton last year. He will be at triple-A Syracuse. Ooh, that sounds that sounds good to say, doesn't it? Syracuse, not Las Vegas, Syracuse this year. He'll probably be a triple-A Syracuse this season. He, he probably needs a little bit of a seasoning. So you've got a gap there. Maybe you sign some, uh, uh, you know, some journeyman shortstop that can play the position but isn't the greatest hitter. Well, maybe, as I say, you go with a guy like Guillorme. Now, think of it this way. If you have Cano's bat in the lineup, Conforto's bat in the lineup, A.J. Pollock's bat in the lineup, and J.T. Riomuto in the lineup. And possibly Peter Alonzo's bat in the lineup. You may be able to sacrifice a bat at shortstop and go with the fielding. And if you got a guy with Galormi who was supposedly a, a better fielder than Rosario, and they always worried about his bat, you could say to him, just go play the field. Go out and do the best you can in the field. And whatever hits you get is gravy. And maybe a revised Darno if he can play the outfield or even catch. He's hit a little bit when he's healthy. So something else to consider. There are plenty of options out there. It's just a question of being creative enough to take care of them. And I think with the Van Wagenant is going to do stuff like that. So it's going to be a great week next week. Lots of fun things going on. All right, let's take a quick break, and I'll be back with a special rant. <laughs> No, not for me. We've got a caller, one of my good friends, Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue, and he's got a rant, but not a Mets rant. He's got a baseball rant, but it's interesting. So uh, I figured we'd play it. So let's take a break, come back with that. 
right after these messages. Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shoftaw, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the internet today about their teams. But it always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at baseballpodcast.net. Did you know that Baseball PhD can be heard on BaseballTalkRadio.com? Our shows rotate with other top baseball podcasts. Now don't forget, that's BaseballTalkRadio.com. With us, we'll help you get a PhD in life through baseball. With BaseballTalkRadio.com, you'll hear the rest of the excellent universe of baseball podcasts. 516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show. And drop us a line, leave us a comment or a voicemail, question, anything at all. Call that number, 516-619-6341. Or go to MetsMusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen, and that's a speak pipe, and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone. Or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And the Twitter handle is at metsmusings1. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. And I'm back, and in case you didn't see it, uh, Wilma Flores was non-tendered a contract, and Travis Darno was tendered a contract. So Wilma Flores is uh, essentially gone unless they decide to sign him for whatever reason. They may try to get him uh, cheap if they want to bring him back, but I think he'll end up in the uh, perhaps the American League or... Uh, Something along that line. He may fit in better as a DH at this point. Uh, he got diagnosed with arthritis in his knees. That's not good, especially somebody his age, 25, 26 years old. So uh, perhaps uh, you know he'll end up somewhere like the American League. It might be more suited for his... Uh, his uh, condition and, and his playing at this point in his career. All right, so let's go to this rant by my good buddy Jeff Cohen uh, of Baseball and Barbecue. And Jeff is going to uh, light into uh, the commissioner a little bit. Here we go. Hey, Gary. Jeff from Long Island and Baseball and BBQ. This is not Mets related, but I hope you let me rant anyway. Hey, Commissioner Manford, leave our game alone. I've been reading a lot about banning the shift in baseball. Articles are saying that Manfred is gaining support from the competition committee on either eliminating or limiting how often the shift can be used. Enough with trying to change the game of baseball. We already have enough changes with analytics, etc. Now you want to limit defensive shifts? Why? To improve offense? Hitters need to make adjustments. That is all. They are big leaguers. Learn to hit the other way. It's not that difficult. But the players today want to hit home runs and end up striking out 200 times a year. Living the shifts won't help that. In fact, the players can adjust, the batting averages will go up. Eventually, the defense, defense will have to make adjustments back 
and hold these open up the hitters. You're so interested in, ma in making the almighty dollar that you're willing to change the rules of the game to get every last dime. Stop. Leave the game the way it is. Thanks for letting me get it off my chest, Gary. Bye. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Jeff. And uh, <laughs> I can't say I disagree with you. Leave our game alone. How do you really feel, Jeff? You know, you really mustn't hold things in like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know he's right on money though. Now they want to change the rules to limit the the, the uh, shifts, and I, I know we've kidded about it in the past on this show, but I didn't think they I didn't think they take anything like that seriously. Um, they want more offense. I yeah, I get it, but you know, teach these guys how to hit. Don't emphasize power and analytics. That's where the offense is dropping now. It's all in the analytics because guys are trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark, as he, as Jeff said. They're all trying to hit home runs, and they do nothing but strike out. Make strikeouts bad again. Make them embarrassed to be struck out. Instead, oh, it's just another out. It's not just another out. It's a nothing out. It does nothing. And it's boring. At least if a guy hits a fly ball, it's got a chance, you know, uh, to the wall. It's exciting. People get on their feet and they want to see us going to get out of here. That's not boring. What's boring is a guy standing there like a statue and taking three strikes. That's boring. So Commissioner Manfred, listen to my buddy. Emphasize in the minor leagues hitting the other way, making contact. But you know what? Here's what goes on. And this is the society we live in. Everything's got to be instant gratification and uh, trends. So now the trend is analytics and striking out isn't a bad thing and power, power, power. And what's going to happen is it's going to be a team that goes the other way, like the old Cardinals, speed and, uh, and slap hitters, and they're going to win it all, and then everybody's going to be looking to do that. And all the analytics will be, uh, well, the analytics will change because the numbers will show them something different. That's the thing. The numbers keep changing. Don't change the game. Change it by going back to the way it used to be played. Changing. By by in the minor leagues teaching these guys how to hit better, how to be uh, less aggressive or stay aggressive at the plate, but within themselves. That's what's missing from the game. And what we have is all these guys hitting home runs. And I'll tell you what's to blame for it. In my humble opinion, 
The whole thing that started all of this nonsense was that stupid designated hitter. Because now kids don't even want to own a glove. I heard a story, I don't know how true it is or what, uh, an anecdotal story, but coach, little league coach, said to this kid, okay, grab a glove, go out and play the outfield. The kid says, I don't have a glove. I hit. I'm a designated hitter. What are you, crazy? Take your glove and go home. Go home or get your butt out in left field and start shagging some flies and then go out there with bare hands then. I don't care. I don't hit. I mean, I don't feel I'm a hitter. Tough turkeys. No, not on my team. And this has been the downfall of it all. The designated hitter. And the funny thing is, these are baseball people that are ruining this game from within with this nonsense. And it all goes back to the designated hitter. I'm sorry, but you can see a connect line. This is all kids want to do is get up there and whack. And they've gotten carte blanche. And a coach on a kid's level can't tell him, you know, it's not any good to strike out. It's embarrassing. Oh, no, you might offend the kid. <laughs> we can't offend them. Let's give him a trophy because he showed up. No, you lost, kid. When I played, we had winners and losers. We didn't get participation trophies. You earned those trophies. You won, you got a trophy. You came in second, you got a medal. And you know what? You got that medal. You wanted to work harder next year because you wanted that trophy. Now you give these kids trophies. What do they got to work for? And I'm completely off the topic that Jeff was talking about. But to roll it back into that, it's all part of the society. We want to fix things instead of trying to change things from within by doing things differently. No, let's fix it because major leaguers aren't capable of hitting the ball the other way. Are you kidding me? And that's essentially what you're saying by wanting to ban the shifts, that these guys are not capable enough hitters to learn to hit it the other way. Bunt it. Kids today don't even know what a bunt is. Nobody teaches it anymore. The big leaguers don't do it. And everything has got to be the way the big leaguers do it. This is another thing. 
I hate to tell all you kids out there, if you're listening, you all ain't got the talent to be major leaguers. You're not going to make it. So don't copy a style that's going to hurt you that you can't do physically. Do your thing. You know, I do a golf podcast, and I've been talking to some golf pros about this. And this is a common theme, that people try to hit the ball like Tiger Woods. You can't. You're not Tiger Woods. You can't hit the ball 300 yards. Play within yourself and enjoy the game. And a lot of that problem is from television. We see Tiger Woods hit the ball 300 yards. You get on the tee, you want to hit it 300 yards. We see Noah Syndergaard throw the ball 100 miles an hour. Kids are out there trying to throw the ball 100 miles an hour. They don't have the talent to it. They don't have the arm. They don't have the genetics. Play within yourself. You'll enjoy the game more. And you'll be more successful at it. Let's take a quick break and uh, wrap it up right after the, this message. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. All right, and we're back, and I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. And, uh... My voice is gone. I don't know why. Maybe all that ranting and yelling. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to wish all my Jewish friends out there happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays to everybody else. Like I said, there'll be one more show before we we kick it down for the year. Uh, Shut it down and, uh, you know, come back in January. Nice and well rested, hopefully. And uh, I hope that you all enjoyed the show, and I hope that you will take a moment to subscribe to the show on uh, iTunes, YouTube, um, uh, Google Play, wherever you watch or listen to the podcast. It'll be very nice if you subscribe, because then it helps me grow the show and give you more wonderful content like today's show. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week after the winter meeting. Remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go, man.